Hello and welcome back to another We Are Sunland Morning Briefing. Um, obviously in partnership with the Sun and Farm Museum, also in partnership with Cospex Opticians in Durham. I'm joined this morning by Dom Shaw. How are you doing, Dom? I'm all right, mate. Yourself? Quiet couple of days? Yeah, I think I'm ready for a lie down for about three <laughs> or four days. Um, it's just been a bit chaotic, hasn't it, from, from start to finish? Before we get into all of that, obviously you can subscribe to We Are Sunland. It's £1 for just six months worth of subscription. If you subscribe at the minute, um, you can win a signed Sunderland shirt from the Papa John's Trophy Final in 2021. So a bit of a collector's item there for you. Well, I suppose there can, there can only be one place to sort of start and move things on. Obviously, we spoke. We had a, an emergency sort of um, video go live on, on the day Michael Beale was set to be sacked. He has now obviously been sacked. Just some, some thoughts from yourself, Dom, on the situation as, as a whole. Well, when you said they're chaotic, that that doesn't just apply for the last couple of days. I think that applies yes. from the minute Tony Mowbray was sacked, certainly from the minute Michael Beale was appointed. Um, in, Beale didn't help himself, did he? Various, you know, it goes without saying that Beale, Beale didn't help himself. And, and that whole incident at the weekend just felt like another thing off the pitch that he could have done without and there was various examples of that over the over the um period that he was in in charge of Sunderland obviously the the pre-Stoke press conference um that Stoke game and, and then the Plymouth game the second half of the Plymouth game was was so impressive um and we talked afterwards about how y- y- Beale in his press conference after the game looked looked visibly more more relaxed he looked like he was mm. um maybe settling a little bit and then obviously two poor damaging defeats the week after and and all of the rest that came with it again off the pitch um and it felt like accepting that I, I think you know fair play to Sunderland for holding the hands up and accepting that that yeah. they, they got it wrong it was a bad appointment it, we've said it before haven't we on here it always felt to me with Beale and I think last week was Proof really, he was always going to be one or two defeats away from from having to answer difficult questions again. He could have won three or four on the bounce, and then one or two defeats, he'd have to answer difficult questions again. Um, I think in Mike Dodds, they've got a real, real steady hand from now until the end of the season. I think Dodds will see this as a chance to for for him to basically a longer term audition for him to get the job, which I'm sure we'll get on to, um, yeah. and, and we'll get on we'll get on to this. I'm sure. I, I I think Beale is is how can I put it? I think he's I think he's better off away away from it for now because yeah. when you know I don't I don't think it was healthy for him. Um, he was on his own at Sunderland. He, you know he came without coaching staff. He he clearly wasn't capable of not kind of putting his foot in it in press conferences mm. unless it was purposeful. I don't know the stuff about the accent, for example. Um, a couple of weeks back, that felt like a, a, yeah. a, a that's not something you just drop in. Um, I think the, the the stress and the strain of the job was was clearly taking its toll, and um, I, I think I think it suits all parties and benefits all parties really for him to be for, for the for the change to be made. What yeah, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think obviously on a personal side of things, I, I, part of me feels sorry for Beal. Just obviously. Everything he's got going on in the background with his family, you wouldn't wish that upon anybody. As you say, though, aside from that, back on the football side of things, he, he hasn't done himself any favours. I think 
if you go back to the very start of his Sunderland sort of appointment, I feel like, obviously, he's had a, a brief period out of the game. So this is just my personal thoughts, obviously, the situation as a whole. I feel like he's come into Sunderland with, you know, a lot. You know, the Rangers situation, I don't think he maybe fully got over that. I feel like he's he's come in wanting to prove a point at Sunderland. And it, it probably wasn't the right time. I know loads of people have said wrong person, wrong time. There's no doubt he's a good coach. It's it's well documented. Stephen Gerrard said, you know, if, if I was a good a coach as, as Michael Beale, etc. It's it just felt it did. It felt wrong from from the outset, didn't it? And I think, as you say, I think I think it's it's there was times where Michael Beale was was it sat in front of him press conferences and you felt like he had a real guard up. As you say, there was a period where he was a little bit more relaxed, but it, it did. It felt like he was just fighting fire. Some of those his own doing. Some of those, you know, just like the, the Derby debacle, everything like that. But it was the Stoke City press conference that really, I think, was starting to spell the, the beginning of the end, wasn't it? Like that, that, well, think, that was just... Yeah, because I think, you know, the, the, getting rid of Mowbray was was an, was an unpopular decision on the whole in itself, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and, and I think the acceptance or the general feeling with that was, uh, I don't know what you think, was... If, if they're going to sack Mowbray, they must have something up the sleeve. They must have, and if yeah. someone like a Will Still, for example, someone who maybe you know, I'm, I'm, let's not pretend Will Still's reinvented the wheel, but he's an ex, he'd be an exciting appointment. Now, nothing against Beale, but I think because of that general feeling, the the appointment of Beale felt to me underwhelming at the time, and I, and I think that was the that was the general consensus. Now, um, Sunderland fans will will, will give. Anyone a chance, won't they? They, they? they ultimately want to support the team. Um, but for all, for all, be able to point to the stats of points and wins, and 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 that was that was that was okay. Um, what trusting your eyes and what you saw in front of you, it wasn't as exciting as what it had been, was it? Um, when I watched mm. that Middlesbrough Sunderland derby game, for example, what stood out to me was was how far behind both teams were com yeah. compared to this time last year. Um, and and that Plymouth game, in the second half of that Plymouth game, you thought, right, that 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 was blistering at times. They were unplayable, weren't they? And you think, if we can see that um, on a regular basis, then then Sunderland can and, 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 and will be anyone in this league. Um, but promotion, the top six went from being... I don't know whether you'd say it was a probability to a possibility. I, probably more so. It went from being a possibility to extremely unlikely. In the last week, it, you looked at it yeah. and just thought, this Sunderland team at the minute aren't capable of the consistency that would be required to move into the top, to, to get into the top six and stay there. But for me, I think if, you, if you're not going to get in the top six this year, you need to show, say you finish seventh or eighth. But there's a real building blocks and real encouragement for next year. You can take that, can't you? Fans will obviously take that. Um, was that going to be the case, or was it just constantly going to be a case of Beale putting out fires, some of which he had nothing to do with, and others which he, he started himself? Yeah, I think there's there's plenty there to talk about that you that you brought up. I mean, on the style of play, it's difficult, isn't it? Because it's a 63 days, it's a two month spell. You know, they were a tighter unit but at the same time to what to what degree did that hamper them at the other end we didn't really see the front foot football that Sunderland have been you know accustomed to now when Beale came through the door it was the 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 sort of 
suggestion put across in his press conference along with Christian Speakman was it doesn't matter who is in charge because in theory the the philosophy we have is to play attacking from for football and it'll the, the quality of the young players we have will come through and we'll see that anyway but for, for to go from that to then it not happening both then all of a sudden you you sat there thinking well is that an is that a way is that is that an approach that that can actually work and then to, to move it on as you say it was just the inconsistencies of it all that the Plymouth was really good second half and they have been good it, it it hasn't been a car crash where they've got beat every week but it it's been just so it, it it's hard to put your finger on and, and on the pulse of, of, of where the problem lies is it because there's a lack of experience is it because of the man in the dugout is it does do the problem stem deeper do they go beyond Kirill etc is the sort of a, a wider you know problem that, that that's at the club and it's it, at the minute it's it's difficult to, to put your finger on it as you say the playoff picture now especially after the results that just went against Sunderland in in midweek it, it's seven points now, I think, isn't it? That they that they're adrift, and it's just you are looking now at, at at Mike Dodds and thinking that that is a hell of a task for him to get them in there. But not only, I agree, it's it's an audition for for Mike Dodds again. It's it's a longer period of games to assess to see where he's at. But at the same time, if Mike Dodds, if this period of of runner games, you know, doesn't work. What what then for Mike Dodds? Well, obviously, I, I put that to him at his press conference. What what next for him? Does he stay in a, in a role as assistant coach? It is a is a new coach going to come in and want to have him working under them, etc. It's 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 a real strange dynamic behind the scenes as well. I think it is, and ultimately, um, clearly, those above those who made the decision to appoint Beale have have questions. Um, to answer, don't they? Because the decision to get rid of Mowbray was a bold one. We all know that there was there was issues behind the scenes. We don't need to go over that again. Um, but as I said, you, the, the kind of feeling was at the time. Well, they must have they must have something up the sleeve. We 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 look back at last season and the manager links Farioli at the end of last season, and the, yeah. the general the general feeling was uh, that doesn't mean we're looking to make the change now. But we, we've we've got a succession plan in place. We identify managers as we would players. Well, was that the case? Was was Michael Beale identified? And again, the question is to be asked now. Now, Mike Dodds might make it impossible for them to appoint anyone else. Mike Dodds might go yeah. on a run, even if Sunderland miss out on the top six. Mike Dodds might go on a run between now and the end of the season, where you think, yeah, they're playing they're playing really good football. He's he's got new ideas, creative ideas. The players are responding to him. Let let's give him the job. If that doesn't happen, then what Dodds is going to give them now is time to to make a decision yeah. on on on, a, on an appointment in the summer. And clearly, that one has to be right. You, I always think you can with like everyone makes mistakes, don't they? In every industry, uh, any kind of bad managerial appointment can be excused. You can't afford to make two in a row, can you? You can't afford to make a second slip up. And and the next decision, whether it's Dodds or whether it else someone else comes in, um I think I think is is huge for Speakman, especially probably, and will probably determine kind of how Speakman's mm. time at Sunderland is remembered years and years down the line. Yeah. I know that we had a couple of comments obviously earlier in the week at on the day that that Beal was sacked, about what sort of the future holds for Speakman, I think it's also worth saying though that aside from maybe Michael Beal, 
the managers that they've appointed, they haven't really got a lot wrong, to be honest, have they really? I mean, you can you can raise questions about Lee Johnson's sides, etc. Um, but the decisions they've made in the past have tended to work. This one, I think, obviously, as you say, it stems back to the Tony Mowbray departure. That's probably the first one managerial decision anyway that that hasn't worked because obviously we know the the whole summer situation of bringing in um signings and transfers and then leading up to this michael beer one this has just been you know pretty catastrophic hasn't it 63 days i think it's the shortest um managerial tenure of a permanent manager at sunland it's just the need as you say either time from mike dodds um, to make an appointment and, and make sure it's the right one. There's plenty of questions as well, isn't there, over, I know we spoke about Will Still, one-time target, whether he will be again in the summer. We'll wait and see. It's it's one of those where Sunderland are at a crossroads, aren't they? Yeah, that, and, and, and what you're saying there about Dodds will give him time, that was why the appointment of Beale, and I'm not rewriting history here, yeah. I said this at the time, that was that, why the appointment of Beale surprised me at the time, because it did feel yeah. underwhelming. There's no getting away from that. Um, and uh, there were, some of them were performing well under Dodds. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel yeah. as though, you know, form had fallen off a cliff. We need to get someone in now and, and, and kind of keep this season alive or it's going to get away from us. That absolutely wasn't the case. Um, so Sunderland had time. They, they had the opportunity to take a step back, to take stock. That surprised me. There's no point going over that now. Um, it'll be interesting, I think, what 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 happens next for Beale because the obvious question is, is he going to continue as a manager or, or does he go to become a number two? It's easy to forget that you look back to QPR and he was one of the most exciting young managers, yeah. isn't it? He turned Wolves down, then he obviously went to Rangers. I think his family was still up there. So that was obviously a chance to get close to his family. Plus Rangers, massive job. Sunderland, huge job. If if he if he wants to stay in management, the next job for him, where, you know, whether it's months down the line or years down the line, Feels huge, doesn't it? Because he couldn't get. Yeah. I think if that went wrong for him, then that that would probably be it as a manager. Or does he accept? Does he does he accept? You know, that maybe his strong point might be as a number two, might be as a coach. Does he go? Does he go back in that way? Um, that'll be interesting to see. But but back back on Dodds, I thought I thought Dodds was bold when he was in charge, confident. He wasn't afraid to think outside the box with some of his selections. I look yeah. back to the way he set up again. That Leeds game had, had that backfired. Then that you know he'd have been open to criticism there, and um, really personable as well. Considering when he when, when he I wasn't covering the club when he was previously in charge mm -hmm. during his caretaker stint, but the guys who were were saying that the, the difference between then when he spoke to the media and and, and this most recent time was startling, and, yeah. and he was open, wasn't he, about how much he'd learned in that time. Um, and he spoke openly about the fact that this recent taste of it did give him did did make him realise he wants to go into management at some point. Um, so really, the beauty of having Dodds there is getting rid of Beal. Dodds is a no-brainer to go in. He's a real safe pair of hands, and, and I mean that in a complimentary rather than um, just in being a safe appointment. I, I think there's more to him than that, and. Um, I think he'll he'll see this now as a as a real opportunity. Yeah, I mean, just going back to quickly on on Dodds's you know time when the victory over West Brom, victory over Leeds, even in his press conference after the game, I touched on it the other week. You know, he came out and he said, "Oh, 
I'm really looking forward to a day off, etc. Played devil's advocate that time and said, you know, is he ready? But on the flip side of things, that's how much energy he put into that that role. He gave it us all. And I think you're going to see exactly that again, aren't you? Just in, in the sort of run between now and the end of the season. On Michael Beale as well, um, I think you're right. I think... I do think it, he'll probably have a bit longer out of the game. I think the manner in which he departed, obviously, there was on Monday, I think everyone's well aware of the accusations that were sort of flying around on social media regarding um, the player ID account. Obviously, we are suddenly put that to Michael Beale. Um, we've got a piece on, on the website about that. So if you want to go and go and read that, then, then please do. I do think Michael Beale will have a bit, some time out of the game. I do think it'd be important for him. Um, just given his whole family situation that he's got going on, uh, I know he's obviously really keen to be, you know, in football. And however long you are out of the game, you know, you can't. You, there is a risk of being forgotten. But I think this, this, it's clear there. He's a, he's a good coach, still a young young coach. Is, there's there's plenty. You know, he does have a future in the game, doesn't he? So, yeah, yeah, and and I, um, you know, this might have come earlier had had Sunderland failed to beat Stoke, had Sunderland. Yeah. Performed poorly against Stoke in that game. I wouldn't have. All, the, the murmurs were. I, 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 it was put to me from from one or two different sources before the game that that Beale might well be stru- be fighting for his job had they lost that. Now, now yeah. they didn't, and they played well. And then obviously the draw at Middlesbrough, and th- and then beat Plymouth, and you know things change very quickly in football, and then it swings completely the other way with yeah. the team disappointing defeats against Huddersfield and and um and at the weekend, and I th- and I think. In the short term, what last week made clear was Sunderland aren't making the top six as things stand. This this Sunderland team are far too inconsistent to make the top six. But then you think beyond that then, don't you? Well, if they're not making the top six this year, are, are we seeing the shoots, the the, the, the springboard, basically, the, 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 the foundations for success that we can build on? Well, it felt like... Beal was constantly fighting battles, really, didn't it? Some, mm. as we go back to what we start, some which he had absolutely nothing to do with, and others which he, which he maybe, um, which he, which he maybe kickstarted himself. Um, so it feels like for the short term and the longer term, this this decision just benefits everyone. Yeah, I mean we've had this comment through from Marco. Yeah, he's a upbeat about uh, Saturday. Dodds has got full support. Win, lose, or draw until the end of the season. And I think that's just the common consensus, isn't it? I think the majority of the the Sunderland fan base, they would have been happy with Dodds' appointment had it come two months earlier until the end of the season because a, there was that acknowledgement that, as you say, you know, Beale's appointment came as a surprise. There was an acknowledgement that, look, if you're getting rid of Tony Mowbray, such so highly thought of it at the club it, and, and in the eyes of supporters that you're going to have to get this next managerial appointment right. They didn't. So, you know, is it a waste of two months? It's it's difficult to say because they were they were still in touch with the playoffs, but now as you say seven seven adrift. It's it's an uphill battle. The the squad itself, obviously, there's a there's a great core there. They've kept the core from last season. It's it's going to be a difficult the, the, behind the scenes. They need to have a succession plan, don't they? Because I think everybody's well aware that Jack Clark will be leaving the club in the summer. I think if if they keep hold of him, brilliant. He's not the type of player that's throwing his toys out the pram. And you do have a good foundation there, but the recruitment in the summer has to be better than what it has been so far this season. Yeah, um, I wasn't there at the weekend, but you, you uh, I, I obviously just reading your stuff. One of your main takeaways was Mundell, how bright Mundell yeah. was. That that's an encouraging 
start. Um, and and like you say, the, the Jack Clark situation, it would feel more surprising if Clark was a Sunderland player, wouldn't it, yeah. come the start of next season, that if it wasn't. Clearly, there has to be a succession plan now for um, on and off the pitch. I think the beauty with Dodds is he really does... There's no settling in period needed. He yeah, knows yeah. the players inside out. He's 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 been there, and I guess you know I don't know if the, if this was the case, but but if there has been frustrations in the dressing room in in recent weeks, then Dodds will Dodds will have seen that. Dodds will be aware of that, and he'll be able to tap into that, and he'll be able to to manage that carefully, won't he? And and make sure he gets that balance right. Um, just on that as well, obviously Dodds was was. Um, Dodds was in the coaching team under Mowbray. Mowbray in charge of Birmingham at the weekend. Our thoughts are with Tony, obviously, after yeah. the news that came out at the start of this week. Um, I think Tony Mowbray was so popular at Sunderland because not only did he good, do, do such a good job with the team, but everyone could see just how much of a brilliant bloke he, he was and is. Um, how honest he is and how he yeah. got it, didn't he? He got it. And I think that was yeah. maybe... Something with Beale, and it, and it's so hard to explain what that even is, isn't it? But I, I, yeah. I'm not sure Beale ever did. Mowbray, he's a northeast fella. He knows what the football means up here, um, and he just got it from the off. And yeah, you know, we will join everyone from Sunderland in wishing Tony well, and I'm I'm sure he'll be back in the dugout in no time because he's done a brilliant job at Birmingham so far, isn't he? Which I'm yeah. which I'm not one bit surprised about, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I'll just echo Dom's Dom's thoughts there. I mean, just on. Obviously, the Tony Mowbray situation. I think there's a bit of a false narrative, isn't there, in the wider media in terms of where Beale's come from because he wasn't from up here. I just think that that that's a bit bit of a ridiculous notion, isn't it? You've got Kevin Phillips from outside of the region, who's a legend, club legend. Luke O'Nine currently in the squad, so held in such high regard. It's just it's just a bit bit of a lazy narrative, I think, to to put across that the head coach being from somewhere supporters didn't get behind him like. Gus Poye, he did a brilliant job when he first came in. It's just, it's just such a lazy, lazy. It's narrative. just nonsense, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. absolute nonsense. That's the, that's the, um, you know, so Sunderland fans, I guess, like fans of any club, but Sunderland fans will, will get behind the player and the team and the manager, and, and all they want is whoever's representing the club in whatever in whatever role it is to. To show that they care and to show that and 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 Beale did, by the way. I'm not saying I'm not saying he, he didn't. I'm not saying Beale didn't care. I'm not saying Beale didn't do everything in his power to make a success of things. Um, but yeah, it's absolute nonsense to suggest Sunderland fans weren't having him because because he didn't have a northeast accent. I think he did care in terms of that's why you saw him come out fighting, albeit he probably picked the wrong fight, didn't he? Like that he was a man under pressure and that he wanted it to make it work. I think Sunderland supporters wanted it to make it work. Nobody in their right mind supports a football club wanting the person in charge to to fail or not to work. That's just not how things work around anywhere, is it? You, you see plenty of, of players cross the divide, for example. Um, managers come from, from different clubs who you might have had a rivalry with in the past. past. It's just not It's just not the case, is it? No, and, and going back to something we touched on at the start, I, I came away from one or two press conferences with Beale, um, f- feeling sorry for him because it, it must have been it must have been difficult in that he, he comes in, he, he was on his own, so he didn't bring any of his coaching staff. He was in what a hotel for, for for much of the time here, so he's he's going he's going back to a, to his hotel room on his own, and he's kind of wrapped up in his own thoughts at that time now when you know that you're not a particular 
you're not particularly popular appointment. You, the, the the fans aren't having you, you, you know, for, for whatever reason. Um, th- th- those must have been difficult times. And that's why I, I say, I, I just think it maybe benefits everyone, really. This just an acceptance that this wasn't meant going to work. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't going to work. Let's go our separate ways and, and start again. Best of luck to Beal in whatever comes next, yeah. whether that's a manager or a coach or an assistant, whatever it is, best of luck to him. Um, and, Whoever replaces him, be it Dodds or whether it's an external appointment, it's a huge job. And there's an awful lot to be optimistic and excited about, isn't there? You look at that squad and the talent that's there and and the foundations there. Last season's success, top six this year, still obviously is is a possibility, but it hasn't been out of reach for much of this season while really feeling... Sunderland haven't been at the best this year, have they? You've never felt like Sunderland are really hitting the stride now, and yet they've always been there. I think this is the hardest the championship's ever been and ever will be. I can't envisage a, yeah. um, a, another campaign like this anytime soon. Um, so you look at next year, even if Sunderland don't make the top six this year, that the, there's there's plenty to build on, isn't there? There's plenty to be, in, be encouraged by yeah. next next season. Now, if it's Dodds, then you've got a real run between now and the summer. If it isn't Dodds, then you would hope that Sunderland's decision makers are going are gonna to have enough time now to make an appointment early in the summer so then they've got the full summer and the full pre-season and they're not playing catch-up yeah and it's starting with Swansea who've won just one in the last five obviously 18th in the table a couple of points above the relegation zone it's a real good platform isn't it for Dodds again to go in and, and pick up three points and kickstart his second interim spell this season yeah it feels like a winnable game doesn't it and yet you look back to, to well a really winnable game um but then you look back to when when um Dodds was uh, was was previously in charge. The West Brom and the Leeds games were tough games, really yeah. tough looking games. And yet he got he got um, he got points out with them, obviously. So yeah, I, I fancy Sunderland against Swansea. I do. Yeah, me too. So thanks for joining me this morning, Dom. We'll be back later in the week. Um, having heard from uh, Mike Dodds' press conference. Um, thanks for joining us this morning. As I say, you know, we are Sunderland's live. Just one pound for six months worth of subscription, and you can.